Hello everyone, this is Joseph Anderson with Keeping Up With Joe. Today we're going to be talking about Google Bard. So for those of you who don't know what Google Bard is, and chances are if you're listening to this, you probably do know what Google Bard is. Google Bard is Google's answer to ChatGPT. So ChatGPT is this quote-unquote smart uh, AI machine, if you will, that can supposedly generate any kind of content you want in any style you want and it mimics supposedly creativity creativity so google bard is built on i guess different technology i'm not going to get too much into the technology side like the tech side of it because i just don't really understand the tech side of it but i did want to talk about how you can actually use these different chatbots and the reason why i want to talk about that is simply because a lot of people currently are talking about this. There's a lot of people talking about different ways that you can use uh, these AIs to write basically anything you want. And there's a lot of fear going on as well as a lot of like misunderstanding. So I just wanted to talk about Google Bard from the perspective of a content writer. So I've written some content on this, written some articles on this about SEO, about how to use Google Bard and which one's better, Google Bard versus ChatGPT. Uh, from a technical standpoint, I honestly don't know which one's better. I prefer Google Bard. That's a little bit of bias because I'm more used to Google products. So I like the interface. I like that it feels like a tool, whereas ChatGPT feels more like a robot. I don't know how to explain that. Try it out yourself, see which one you like better. Um, another big difference why I like Google Bard better is because to me, Google Bard, when you ask it if it can do something outside of its scope, which it's actually, there's a lot of stuff that's outside of these, these chatbots scope, um, Google Bard will just pretty much tell you that it's outside of its scope. ChatGPT, at least when I was testing it, and know it's improved since then, um, but when I was testing it, it would basically just sort of BS you until it kind of couldn't, couldn't really lie anymore and would just finally cop out. Uh, but I like that Google Bard's a little more honest about what it can do, what it can't do. So I first of all want to say that as far as I'm concerned, and again, being some professional digital web content person with almost a decade experience in this stuff, um, you know, I don't see these AI chatbots replacing anybody anytime soon. So if you're in a creative field or in, you know, information economy, you're a knowledge worker or whatever. Um, I don't necessarily think you should be afraid of it. I think that there is definitely a case for chat GPT or Google Bard replacing lower skilled people uh, in the space, in like the white collar space. Uh, so if you're like, for example, a lower skilled freelance writer, which is, you know, I was one of those ones a long time ago, uh, or not so long ago, but you know, at the beginning of my career, I was doing a lot of that kind of like writing social posts for companies or writing just really low level uh, articles that would then get kind of picked over. So if you're one of those kinds of people, yeah, I would say you're not in the best place. Um, I would say, yeah, for entry level people, it's not going to be a huge help to them in building the skills that they're going to need to advance. But for anybody above that entry level wrong i don't see this being a big issue because as you will as you who know or sorry as you who work in one of these fields know um the actual content generating side of things is not nearly half the job right it's 
very small part of the job. And that's what these tools can do for you apart from just researching a lot of stuff quickly um, and inaccurately, by the way, um, is that it can generate content. But, you know, a monkey can generate content too, so it's not necessarily going to put you out of business. Um, that being said, there are some ways I have found that Google Bard, I'm going to talk specifically about Google Bard because I'm no longer using ChatGPT. I just wasn't the biggest fan of it. But definitely there are some ways that Google Bard can help streamline or maybe accelerate your content process. And there's really just one particular area. I guess it's probably a couple areas. But one particular area that Google Bard can be helpful is really as a writing assistant. So that's what I've been using as largely. Uh, I've been using it sort of like maybe like that first stab at something. The thing is, is that these machines, at least now, and I don't know that this is going to change, is that these machines can't really write you like a coherent actual article that you could publish. So the idea that it's going to replace even bloggers is sort of asinine at this point because these machines can't write something that's publishable, at least not something that I would publish. So it doesn't have the quality. It doesn't have the um, ability. Like these, these articles aren't going to move the needle for anything. So what it can do is it can it can take specific commands and it can generate content for you around those specific parameters. So like when I'm writing a blog post, I can't say, hey, write me this article on so-and-so, like, you know, write me an article on the best Hemingway quotes, which is an article we published recently. But I can say, hey, write me this section, like, or what are, uh, like what are the benefits of reading, for example? Like what are the five biggest benefits you're gonna get out of reading Hemingway? And even that's not gonna be publishable in its final state, but it's going to be something to fill in the page, right? And I think that's something that a lot of us writers struggle with is just fighting with that blank page. And so here you have a little chatbot friend who you can talk to um, if you want to. If you want, I don't do that, but I guess you could do that. Be this little chatbot friend who can fill in the space on the page. It can give you words and words of content that's sitting there on your page so you don't have to go and manually type that yourself and struggle with all that. So it's definitely a big boon to overcoming writer's block. Um, if you're ever getting writer's block, I would definitely just try to get some queries. Very specific. Don't expect that it's going to write you an SEO optimized blog post. It's going to rank and generate all this traffic and have this meaningful impact and you know get people to subscribe to your email because it's not going to do that. That's not that's not what it's for right now. Um, but yeah, it can write. It can take a specific command and create something for you that you can then maybe use in some way. But I've used this tool now for a bit professionally and I've not seen that it actually can create final copy ready stuff. So it's use case is still pretty limited, but if you want to get, if you want to kind of get a general consensus on what the web says about a particular topic and get some ideas about how to fill in some of that section on your content, that's definitely one way of doing it. I think another way of doing it too is that I've used it to get like quotes or statistics. So it's a it's a good little statistic finder. Um, it can research faster than people can. It can Google or whatever, it's not Googling, but it can look up relevant stuff faster than people can. I think this is an advantage that Google Bard has over ChatGPT, which is that 
um, as far as I know, ChatGPT is only trained on stuff from up to 2021, I think is what people say, whereas supposedly Google Bard can pull more re re recent stuff. I haven't hard tested that, but that's what people say. So you're more likely with Google Bard probably to get some statistics that are more recent. So that's one thing you can do. The problem is that you actually can't believe anything that these machines say. Um, there's supposedly they're getting better. I don't know what the odds are that they're going to lie, but they do lie. So you basically do have to check everything they say. You still have to go and find, even, you know, say that you pull statistics for an article, you still have to go and find those statistics somewhere to make sure that they're true. I've actually had trouble finding the literal statistic that I get from these machines, but it can give you a good lead in what direction to look. So yeah. Um, nothing cr crazy groundbreaking. I mean, I'm sure it's, a lot smarter than what's been around or publicly facing so far but i think a lot of this too is that a lot of people don't realize how much ai is already a part of their lives i know for me i do a lot with search engine optimization and stuff so i'm kind of face to face with how intelligent google search engine algorithms are all the time probably other people who do stuff with social media algorithms and stuff like that are probably familiar with ai to some varying degree but i think the general public this is probably the first time they've come face to face with a royally intelligent artificial intelligence. So it's probably just kind of freaking them out. But I do not see this like replacing people. I think it will probably have a pretty big impact. I've written about how it's going to impact SEO or how I see it impacting SEO recently. So you can take a look at that. But yeah, it's not going to replace anybody above like the entry level. So entry-level people are probably going to have to figure out some other way to provide value. And maybe that is, you know, using these machines. Maybe that's one way that they can do it. Um, or just, you know, gain valuable skills in multiple different ways. I think, oddly enough, podcasting actually could be a good skill to pick up with all this stuff going on. Because, you know, you're still going to need to have a podcast, share your perspective. Nobody wants to hear a robot talking, so... Um, although that, you know, there's a lot of good robot voices that are AI too, but, you know, building a website, things like that, that might be a more viable way of breaking into this career moving forward with this AI as opposed to, you know, selling low level copywriting or content writing services that may not be as viable moving forward. But yeah, so those are my, that's my two cents on how to use Google Bard, um, I know ChatGPT can do a lot of other stuff too, but I've not played around with it from like a creative standpoint so much as just trying to get good content, somewhat good content out. I've been pretty impressed with Google Bard's responses. Um, they give some pretty good stuff, not like crazy repetitive, although there is a lot of repetition. Uh, but again, don't go thinking that you can just copy and paste and that this is going to impact either like a customer journey standpoint or uh like a web visitor to your website or whatever it's not you still have to change it edit it create something a masterpiece out of it um and ultimately i think i put this in my article on you know google bar and the end of seo but ultimately i do think that a lot of algorithms are going to get wise to ai generated content and while they're probably not going to completely ban ai content altogether I'm sure that there will be some sort of a like factor that reduces your chance of getting ranked if you're using purely AI generated content. 
I'm sure that that's not going to like work in your favor long term. That that that's going to get probably worked into the system. So I think ultimately, if you're relying just on AI content, you're not going to be able to compete from an SEO standpoint. So people are still going to be very much needed. Um, I think that people saying that you need to learn this stuff yesterday or you're going to be replaced as like a content person. I think that's overhyped. I don't think that's true. I mean, I think that you're going to be better off. Probably it's true. You probably will be better off if you can learn how to use chat GPT or Google Bard or whatever. I think that you, it probably will streamline some of your work, but like, I don't think it's to the point that, you know, you're going to get replaced forever because ultimately it's just replacing one step, which is that like rough, rough draft research section, you know? So it'll help you not learning. It won't kill you. I think it's, there's a lot of misplaced hype around this stuff right now. And I think in reality, a lot of us don't actually really know what this tool is for. And I don't think probably even anyone knows what this tool is for, or what it's going to be used for. So that's it. That's, that's my two cents on generative AI for content purposes. And that's, yeah, this has been keeping up with Joe and I'm Joe, your host. Thanks for listening.